Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles for those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water. Do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? Bookie Mets is back in action. That's right. We're breaking down some betting advice for championship weekend. We'll give you some fantasy advice for the Yoffs and, of course, fan questions. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. It's the charity stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. So 205 coming out at you guys and so 204. And I'm flanked on my left and on my right by the co-hosts, Nikki Snacks Collider and Alex Toss Me the Rock Tisopolis. And we have a great show for you guys today. So without further ado,izzle let's get into the fashizzle, all right, with some fan questions. Okay, question number one, dear Josh, Nick, and Toss from the Charity Stripe, worst division in the NFL, and that's from Hank in D.C., as in Washington. The District of Columbia? D.C. District. Have you guys ever been to D.C.? Yes. I think Hank is asking this question because he knows that it's his own division. Oh, Nick, look at you, little Sherlock boy. (laughs) I have been to D.C. Very, very beautiful place. Have you been to a, a Redskins game? I've never been to a Redskins game. Have you thought about a career path in uh, politics? Yeah, criminology. Criminology is that a thing? No. Uh, why was it? Yeah, criminology. That's the that's like researching criminals. Yeah. Well, or uh, no, or fore- yeah, no. or forensics. No. Or no, criminology law, law, infor- be- law enforcement. Well, you're the you're a detective. Law enforcement. Law enforcement. Uh, or like mine hunter. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like like yeah. some uh, uh, was it like psychological forensic analysis. I'm just saying that because you picked on that on that context clue of him being in DC, him knowing the own answer in his own mind. Yeah. And that's why he's begging the question. I just that's why I he was just asking wants, you. He just wants our affirmation and he we just, are, we just, are happy to affirm that. Oh yeah. I'm affirming that the NFC East is the most doogie hauser dog shit conference in all <laughs> of Division, division. all of all of football. Uh, okay, what about second worst? If that's like it, it, that isn't obvious because I also think that the Redskins and the Giants are the two teams that are in the worst position of any franchises is in the NFL. Weirdly enough to say, 
because the Dolphins have so many draft picks. Yes, the Dolphins have so many draft picks, and that's why I'm cool with them. I think the, the, the Bengals the are the. I think they're the worst. No, I don't think so. I think the Bengals have the number one pick, which gives them a lot of opportunity to move around. I think the Redskins sitting there at the three is pretty much a disaster. The Redskins have no offensive line. Uh, their weapon, McLaurin's a good weapon, but outside of that, eh, I mean, guys, guys has, he's like hurt half. The, he's a back-to-back seasons. He's okay, hurt. if he stays healthy, though, from what we've seen since he's been back, he's been fantastic. Sure, but they need a lot of help on the offensive line and a lot more weapons to, to help evolve Dwayne well, Haskins if he's going to be the guy. I don't know if he's the guy. Okay, so um, there you go. But the defense is better than the Bengals defense and has more pieces. Sure, but if the Bengals get Chase Young with the one, I think that changes But they won't. They'll trade back. And if they trade back, you think they're going to trade back? Yeah, because they're not going to take... Look, I've been saying this over and over. You think they're just going to ride out Dalton? No. I'm saying this over and over and over and over and over again, that whoever's picking at number one is taking Chase Young, and there's no reason for the Bengals to be drafting a quarterback at one when they can trade back and get value. I don't think I well, unless they think that Joe Burrow is their guy, and they think that drafting, they they think that trading back will then take them out of that picture. Then I don't know if they're going to do that. If they think Joe Burrow is their guy, if he goes and he wins the conference championship in the SEC and he goes and wins a college football title, I mean, I think it's a different story. Yeah, I mean, it, it is so valuable in today's NFL to have that edge rusher. Um, plus, I, I think no, it, I, I mean, I agree. Chase Young should be the first pick. I just. I think the Bengals might find themselves in an interesting, a little bit of a precarious situation. For sure. I also think, it, but it has to be their guy. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm so sick of teams just taking flyers and quarterbacks and saying we'll draft another one in two and three years. You can't, you, you can't waste a first-round pick when there's all these great defensive players and all offensive linemen and good skill position players available, especially in this draft, uh, just to take a quarterback you may be lukewarm hot on. Um, but I think so. If they're the worst, would you say the a- AFC North got the the Ravens? Who would be the second worst division in the NFL? Would it be the well, AFC you, South? I'm gonna say the AFC West. I was thinking that too, because I think the Broncos' offense is is, is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. The Chargers' offense is also pretty bad. Yeah, I think through and through the AFC West is the second worst conference. Okay, mm-hmm. even though the Chiefs, though the Chiefs are, are there, they're right. still like not all the way there. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think some of that had to do question with marks. The, the injuries that they've sustained this year. Right. Um, but I think, yeah, those bottom three teams, like I think you can look at the NFC South and the Falcons obviously have been bad. The Bucks have the been bad, but the Saints though. are so good. I don't know. They're, they're I mean, to me, they're there too. But to I think me. it's far and away the, the NFC East and then sure. everything else is kind I mean, of we're looking place. at it, just to speak of the NFC East, the Redskins we're talking about and you're saying that they're, you know, a team that is one of the bottom two franchises in, in the NFL, but technically, technically, they can still make the playoffs. So just, yeah. just figure no, that I mean, it just is. Just figure that out of the NFC East. It is the NFC East. And I think the Eagles are in, a, are in an interesting situation. Um, they all of a sudden find themselves having to evaluate the quarterback position. I don't know how seriously, um, but they're going to have to take a look in the offseason and really evaluate and see if, if Carson Wentz is that guy. I would like to think he is, but back-to-back seasons of injuries have taken its toll, and he's clearly taken a massive step back this season. Sure, I think, yeah, we can we can bash on Wentz as much as we want, but they also just gave up 38 points against the Dolphins, who haven't scored that many points in the last four years. But their de- yeah, they're, they're defense, the defense yeah. is bad. But their defense has been uh, has been suspect the past two seasons. Right. So it, it, I'm just saying I don't think it's just it's not on all, it's not all on Carson Wentz. There's no, so many yeah, things going on with this with this team. The Cowboys clearly I think it's to me it's very apparent that it's the the coaching staff. Um, but but now because of everything that's going down with them, do you are you still going to be able to hold on to Dak? 
that that that's also that's a, an interesting that's a huge, situation. It's a too. question that's coming to my mind now. I love how we all just assume that he would love to stay there. Do well, you, if they want to be, if they win, they, yeah. I mean, if they win, yeah, of course he would. But but with what's going on right now, then I, who knows? They've committed a lot of money to a running back. Who, yeah, you got to pay him because he is the best running back. I still think in the NFL as far as just pure running goes. But that being said, he's not top five in rushing this year. Still behind a very good offensive line. Not getting right. the, the carries, the volume that he's used to, though. Yeah, and there's no lock. Also playing the, from behind a lot. If you're Dak, would you, wouldn't you wait to see how Amari's market shapes up to see where he goes? That's that's in my opinion, unless you get franchised. I don't think it matters. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think we're all in on the NFC East being the worst division. For sure. In the NFL will stick with football for question number two, dear Josh Nick and Toss from the Charity Stripe. Two minutes left, tie game, two-minute drill. Well, you're, you know, let's make it a little more interesting. You're down four. You need a tutty, okay? You're down four. Down four, need a tutty. Who you would you rather have? Lamar, Deshaun, Dan in New York. Not Dan in New York, just Lamar or Deshaun. <laughs> I rather have Dan. Dan in New yeah. York. Yeah, Dan, yeah. Can Dan, Dan be my guy? Dan, yeah. Dan, New York. Context clues there, Nick. Uh, we're going to assume he's Jewish and at the very <laughs> minimum calculating. So Are we going to assume that is Dan a Giants fan or a Jets fan? Either I'm way, I'm gonna say Jets. Giants. I think, I think Dan's a Giants fan. Giants. You know for a fact. I know Dan, and I know the Giants, and I know most. I, there's very. I mean, growing up in New York, honestly, most people I was friends with were Giants fans, except your dad. Okay, can except we? Except for my padre. Can we describe the rest of like the the contextual things going on in this? To lay out, lay out the stage. Yeah, for you. I mean, is it like, is it you have the same offensive line, or is it the well, Texans it's with the player? It's like, yeah, yeah, you have that team. It's yeah, it's it's what they come with. It's Lamar and the oh, Ravens. Oh well, that that doesn't count then. I don't think that's a fair because question. you would pick the Ravens, but solely because of their because of Harbaugh and because of the offensive line and they're running okay. weapons. Yeah, no, I, you have to single out the the quarterback and you have to give them the equal amount of players that they have. Like exact same line, exact sure. same receivers, exact same. Okay, line. sure. Let's say it's like even keel, like you do on Madden, where every team's a ninety-nine, right? You mm-hmm. ever play that? Where every team's automatic, all the players are ninety-nine, so it's ninety-nine even. Um, who would you rather have, Deshaun? Yeah, I th- I think I would rather have Deshaun as well. Just at this point, right now. I mean, I think I could, my mind could be swayed after I see Lamar in the in the playoffs and and what he does this year after having an MVP caliber season. Um, but yeah, Deshaun's my pick right now. For me, it's because of the fact that he's been there a little bit longer, not not a ton longer, um, but also he has taken his team to the national championship. Right, he's on the that. college stage as well. Um, and I think that he's a little more accurate with the ball. Okay. I'm Lamar. Okay. I, th- I think that also I would just like to point out that I think Deshaun Watson, as of right now, as a quarterback, has a much better mind as far as breaking down defenses with his head and with his arm than Lamar does sure he doesn't he doesn't have the I mean that guy is he's a wizard really but like scheme wise you know who who drew up that play the the pass from Hopkins to Deshaun Watson against the Pats he did three weeks before when he was watching game film it's crazy but if you're asking me whose offense would I take no yeah the Ravens then it's the Ravens because they're so so efficient they move so efficient now I think for me that question is actually different if you're if it's not a four point game. If they just need a field goal, I might pick Lamar. Just because he can move a quick. Yeah. 
and it's not so pass happy. I, my thing is, I don't know. more if, versatility. I don't know if like, yeah, because I think he can get there. He can get within scoring distance very quickly. But I think the person who's going to make that pass, the red zone efficiency, the red zone, efficiency, yeah. the red zone pass yeah. is Deshaun Watson. I would, I would, I would feel more comfortable within the 20 yard line with Deshaun before then I'd probably stick with Lamar, if that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say. I agree with that. All right, cool. Moving on. Good deal. But Dan over both of them. Yeah. But Dan over both of them. Dan just calm, cool, collective in the pocket. Uh, Question number three, dear Josh, Nick, and Toss from the Charity Stripe. Five most disappointing teams in the NFL so far, and that's from Will in Texas. So your five most disappointing teams. Each or? We could go each, and then we could elaborate on a couple. Um, real quick, just you guys be- can tell tell you right now who mine is. Is your most disappointing? Okay, <laughs> the Chargers. Chargers for Nick. Okay, yeah. who else you got in there, Nick? Um, okay, so the Chargers. I would say. Is this in order, Nick? Or are you just saying just five? <sighs> just just um, all around. Okay. Um, number one definitely is the Chargers, but yeah. from after that, it's probably the Rams, uh, the Bears. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say the Jags, and. My last team. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm gonna go with um, my most disappointing team, the Falcons. Hmm. I thought they were gonna make the playoffs, and yeah. they are horrible. They're terrible. They're, it's not even like so. My my first would be the Falcons. My second would be the Rams because obviously they make the Super Bowl last year. And right now they're on the outside looking in. The Bears following suit because I was with Nick. I didn't I, think they were going to go to the Super Bowl, but yeah. I thought they'd make it far and win the division, at least. So that they're my number three. Uh, I think the Eagles is a good pick. I have to go with the Chargers at number four. I, I again had them as close to winning the division or the wild card. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as that goes, then it just comes. Then there's a bunch of teams to me that have been super super disappointing. I think I'd be remiss if I didn't say that was my fifth team, the Browns. The Browns? Because I was high on them. I can't. And I was see, high know, on them up until last week. I I think another team for me to throw. I agree completely. The Bears have been such a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chargers are in there, but they're. They're a little bit lower. I mean, part of that is so many injuries, right? And like what they've sustained on that side. I also just think that you know they're firing the offensive coordinator. Part of me is just I think they they have promise going forward. Like I think they're going to bounce back. Mm-hmm. The Falcons, yes, for sure. Um, we thought we were getting a lot of their defensive, getting their defensive players back after being out a few of them last year, and mm-hmm. that not making any difference whatsoever. whatsoever. No. Um, Weak run game. I think the Jets were pretty disappointing for me too. I thought they were going to be kind of a meddling for the wild card spot in the AFC North, and they're not. But I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw sorry the, the AFC the AFC East. I'm gonna throw the uh, the asterisk next to that one too because Darnold missed like four games with mono. Right. Well, here's the thing. Right. I'm, I'm gonna throw an asterisk on the Jets and the the Browns because of the fact that these are both first year head coaches and they're second year quarterbacks. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, a five so far through. Um, more twelve, tw- 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 12 games. Yeah. Baker has five wins. That's not terrible. No, but it's. I mean, for that's and, and that's a franchise that was you know they're they're doing better than they did last year. And he's his tight ends out. His tight ends been out. His tight ends out. Whatever. That's. But no, t- I mean, t- like the tight end is well, such a valuable position. Okay, sure, it is. Gonna, but who is who is Josh Allen's tight end? No one. And I think Devin I, Knox. It doesn't I, matter. Like, I, I, I mean, no, I think it's a big. I think I think if you're having a good tight end, especially one you have a rapport with, especially one that's big as Njoku who can block as well, I think that team would be better, maybe a game better at, at an even 500 if Njoku was playing. I mean, I think the way that Kittle is so utilized in the run game, I think it's such a big piece. And the way Gronk was used in the run game, and you see the Patriots' run game is, is far worse than it was last year and years past because they're missing their quote unquote extra offensive linemen. 
But yeah, I, I mean, listen. I, I don't know why Browns, you're talking about David. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about David Njoku. I, I mean, I think the tight end. I, listen, I think the, I just I just value the tight end uh, in a, in high regard. Okay, but, but I just, he has so many weapons, though. He's, I just think that it's a big. Oh, they're disappointing. It's a big. I wouldn't say big, but I think it's a win for a first-year head coach and a second-year quarterback to go five and seven this far. He's, they have getting, he's getting fired as of right now. They, okay, but as an organization, they have an opportunity to go eight and eight. It's a big turnaround. I'm, I'm just, with you. I'm I'm under the impression and maybe that I, I just have a sour taste in my mouth because I'm a Cowboys fan and I see what Jason Garrett has done as a head coach for them and it is not it doesn't it doesn't match the skill and the off, the offensive line, the running back, having a top fifteen wide receiver in Mari Cooper, having doesn't a matter. quarter you have to have a good head coach. Yeah. It doesn't I mean like you have to have a good head coach to, to pull things together, and I don't think Freddie Kitchens is a good head coach. And that's why normally I would agree with you in that notion. That's why I agree with you with the Jets and the asterisk there in the sense that I, I think Darnold has, has outside of Levin, they have one of the worst offenses of, offensive lines I've seen in the last five, ten years. Not a ton of weapons either. Uh, dude, Jameson Crowder, Robbie Anderson. I mean, Jameson Crowder is a th- number three receiver. Robbie Anderson is also a number three receiver. Levion is good, but Levion can't run the ball behind the O-line. No tight end. I mean, Ryan Griffin's been fine. Yeah, Le'Veon, he's, Le'Veon's he's two yards end. per carry is 3.3. That's terrible. And, yeah. the, and he's good. And he's he's good. good. I think that the only the only team that's a disappointment to me who I really am not looking at the head coach, while well, I still am kind of looking at the head coach, is are, are, the, are the Bears. Because I think Mitch clearly is not the guy there. For I mean, I think. I mean, I don't love Nagy, but he's but he's a good. I think he's a good head coach. I'm curious to see if they click in the last four games like they did last year. I'm curious to Maybe. see if he. I think there's he a lot. Was like, of, I think he was off to start. I think he was hurt to start. I'm curious to see if he turns things around. I think the bigger. I mean, the Rams, dude. They, that really? was weird. Are you that disappointed with them? I, I they mean, made the Super Bowl last year, and they're going to miss the playoffs. Probably okay, but they would be winning. They would be winning the NFC East right now. I mean, this is a team that's not. They're not that bad. They're just they're playing with the Seahawks, and the 49ers are two of the best teams in the NFC, if not the two best teams they besides have, the Saints. They have arguably the best receiving trio, maybe the best trio of receivers, maybe maybe up there, up there. Yeah, I still think you overvalue Brandon Cooks, but okay. I don't think I do. I think Brandon Cooks is very good. I, I think Goff has just been such a. You th- I think this was the year that we all thought Goff is is finally going to make that jump to top ten, like 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 full on top ten quarterback. And, and and with or without Gurley, this whole awkward situation, sure. But he he just didn't make that jump this year. He, it was like the, he missed. He had some bad games, and that's why I'm so disappointed in this team. I mean, but I think yeah, the Bears are bad. The the, the I'm disappointed in the Cowboys too. I, I mean I am. No, yeah, yeah, I could get throw them in, in there. It's been uh, there's no there's not many teams. There's a, there's a couple teams I've been super impressed with. A couple teams they're doing with. Even like the Patriots are ten and two, and I'm kind of disappointed because they look vulnerable. Because they look, they don't look their offense looks like non-existent. Sure, but you have to look at what Bill and Tom have been able to do. Still, even with not being you know as an efficient offense or as volatile, clearly they've still managed to win ten games. It's but it's right? it's Bill. It's Bill. Okay. Tom, What's the same with Mike Tomlin? Tom? Look at all these good head coaches that have done so, like such good things with next to nothing. I, I've been so I owe Mike Tomlin the biggest apology. That's the biggest. Maybe I was wrong. I mean, he, he I could was, win coach of the year. He should win coach of the year. I mean, I was so wrong about him as a coach. Those yeah, you guys, had him on the hot seat this year. Those guys, those guys were a holes. Clearly, just a bunch of assholes. Just a, to, maybe not individually, but together, they were not meshing well. It, it was just a disastrous situation between Ben and, and Antonio Brown and, and Le'Veon Bell. Not having them in, in, you know, in the locker room almost two of the three, and then having Ben hurt. It, they've been they've been good. 
They've, I mean, and, and Juju's been out back-to-back games, and James Conner's been out out of the lineup. I mean, they're running like Benny Snell's now running in the game, and say what you will, I don't think he's particularly anything special. Um, no. and they, and now they've moved on to a second-year wide receiver and a and a rookie wide receiver as a one and two guys who I don't think are true number ones like Juju Smith-Schuster. And their offensive line's been very good, but their quarterback is is a is a third-string quarterback. He's not even a back. I think he's a third-string. I think he's a, he's an NFL quarterback, but a third-string quarterback. You don't you think? I mean, I think Doc Hodges is better than Mason Rudolph. I do too. I think they're both thirds. I think I don't think, but I, again, I don't think Mason Rudolph's a third string. I think Mason Rudolph is a third, is a fringe third string quarterback. I think Hodges is better, but I think he's a third string quarterback. There's, I, I could probably think of at least forty guys I'd rather have, fifty guys I'd rather have than Hodges. Would you rather have, would you rather have Doc Hodges or Josh Rosen? Josh Rosen, easy money, dude. It's not that easy for me. The, 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 you got we. He's not been given a fair shake. He, I need to. I need him to be in a situation. I would love. Speaking of the Patriots, I would love to see them give up a fourth rounder because that's where I see his value going to the Dolphins and bring him into the system and call it and see what happens there. Cool. Have him compete with Stidham. Um, but yeah, we'll move on to question number four. Question number four, dear Josh, Nick, and Toss from the Charity Stripe is is the infamous Mavs Hawks trade uh, that saw the uh, swap of Luca. Toss's beloved and, and, and Trey Young and what now has become Cam Reddish is is that trade over? Is it is it is it already swung in the Mavs' favor? And that's from Jared in Atlanta. Toss, I know you think it's already no matter the Mavs have won the deal and it's already set in stone or it's yeah. close to it. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the Mavs have won the deal, or if not won the deal, they are they yeah they can't look back at that deal and think that they got anything less than what they wanted. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luca's the number two MVP candidate in my mind right now, behind Giannis. He's for sure going to be an All Star. Obviously, he'll be an NBA All First Team if he continues his play like this. Sure. I mean, this is the guy that you want. Dirk has been said. Dirk said that he thought that Luca was going to have a sophomore slump in the second season, and he's already been proven wrong. I mean, he watched him at the Staples Center against a 17 and two Lakers team, and Luca scored 30 plus and had. A career high in rebounds. I mean, this guy is just—he's ready to go. He's been playing professional basketball for a really long time, yeah. and he has—he has the benefit of having a really great head coach and Rick Carlisle behind him, and a good front office. I think, and I think he's in a system where he can really thrive. And I think that Trey Young is a fantastic player, but there are more question marks around the Hawks organization for me. And I, I think he's going to be an All Star, and he's going to be great. But I don't know if he's going to blossom as much as Luca has. Or if he ever will be, because I, I straight up just don't think that Trey Young is as good of a player. He doesn't offer as much as a basketball player than Luka does. Part of that is Luka's size. Yeah, he's bigger. He rebounds better. Um, you know what? I mean, Luka scores a bit more. He's, he's passes better. He rebounds better. I think he's a better defender than Trey Young. He turns the ball over a little bit less, but they both kind of turn the ball over a good amount. I mean, but that that's kind of me. But, but their in- player efficiency ratings are, are not that close to each other. Because Luca Luca has the ball in his hands every single play, every mm-hmm. single play. No, so he's, does, so he's, Trey, he's the better player. I think it, it boils down to almost in a small sense. Had the Hawks made a better draft pick, taking PJ Washington or Tyler Harrow, I, I think that would at least help their cause a little bit. The Cam Reddish pick has been a complete. We're only twenty games in, and he's a young kid, and you know the, you can't just jump on him like or, you know from the jump. Yeah, but they got a starter. They got a starter alongside Trey Young. He's not though. He's been horrible. Hunter, I'm talking about. DeAndre Hunter? Yeah. That's their pick. Okay. And? That's their they got a top 10 pick. 
But Deion, he's, he's been fine. No, I'm saying in the trade though. In the trade, it, it, the Cam Reddish is a piece in the deal. Right. That's my issue. And I'm okay. saying how they made a better draft pick. I mean, Cam Reddish is, is, is shooting less than 30% from you can the field. Give me, you can give me Trey Young and any other player on the Hawks, and I'd still rather have Luka over both of them. That's how good he is. No, I think he is that good. I, I, just, I think it would help, though. Had they had a better draft pick, it would help Trey Young's case. But I think Trey Young's been amazing. I mean, he's, he's almost averaging 30 points a game. I know Luka is, but Trey Young's, averaging 20, Trey Young's averaging 29. Yeah, no, he's been great. But I also, you look at, sure, he's been great. His stats have been great. But we can look at Devin Booker over the last three years on the Suns, and his his stats has have been amazing, right? And you look at the record that correlates with these stats, and the Mavs are fourteen and six, and the Hawks have won what five games? I mean, yeah, they're a better. I mean, the for the 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 Mavs are a way better team than we thought. Um, yeah, their bench play is is fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Tim Tim Hardaway Jr. is he's been playing excellent. I mean, this team. I could just list off. Got Dory Finney-Smith is so underrated. That's like, the guy. That's he's the guy. great. He's and then the you've got really like, like you've got good shooters and Seth Curry, who's a forty-three percent career shooter from three, and Justin Jackson, who I loved in college, and I just was waiting for him to kind of find the right place. The the Kings was not that was not the right roster for him because um, he really wasn't getting enough minutes. But yeah, he's been great too. And Dwight Powell, I, I love. Maxi Clay, but they just these guys are just coming out of the woodwork. But they have twelve guys good. that average set, like six point five points per game plus. I and I brought up a big fuss about when what was it like ten players that scored in double digits or something like that, and that it wouldn't happen again. And and it, some other team will probably do it in the regular season, but it's a consistent thing. I mean, they beat the Lakers and they had I think eight guys in double figures, which is ridiculous. No, and it, it, it is a testament to Luka making everyone around him better. Yeah. Um, and he's by far and away the leader and assist on that team. Right. He's great. Yeah, he's, he's great. really good. He's a, and you know what, dude? He, he hit a move. He had a step back turnaround move the other day that was so quick. I mean, it, his he got he got he like literally created so much separation with his with his with his jab foot and just bounced back. I was like, Jesus. He's he's Harden esque in the way that he uses space. Yeah. Between players, I mean, his step back is not. It just it gives him enough enough space to get a shot off, and he and he hits it at such he, a high clip. A that vacuum it's great. of space. I was that was one. It was yeah, his mm-hmm. feet are a lot quicker than people think. I mean, this guy can stop and start very well. And he uses he uses his body excellent. He can finish anywhere, dude. It's it's, it's really remarkable. Yeah. Um, but I, I do love Trey Young as a shooter, and I think Trey Young has potential to lead the league in scoring. Obviously, as does Luca, but I think Trey Young could do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Move on to question number five. Dear Josh, Nick, and Tosh from the charity stripe, real quick. Uh, so far, what you've seen in like the first quarter or so or like the first fifth of the college basketball season or the or the non-professional basketball season uh who's your number one pick so far sorry, sorry that guys. josh is getting a phone call got a phone call he's super popular super popular from an unidentified number that i'm not going to take in the middle of a recording but who's your number one pick so far and that's from brian in new york uh in the nba nba draft um is it one of these college kids or is it going to be Lamelo? I think it's I think it's Cole Anthony. I think it's right. Wiseman. Really? Yeah. I yeah, I think it depends who's picking, but if if it is the Warriors, I think it has to be Wiseman. Oh, having, for sure, for sure. With having Steph Clay and D'Lo back, I yeah. lo- I mean I think Wiseman is his his second bounce in the putback is so phenomenal. I, but I will say this: Cole Anthony is such an athletic guard. <clears throat> it has to be one of those two, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean I think that I think Lamelo is really talented. I think he's. I think he's a better playmaker than Cole Anthony is, but Cole Anthony is a better scorer for sure. I think he's a better defender. Yeah, he's just more. He's just more. He's more classically athletic. I yeah. think Lamelo is new wave athletic in that he's like long and rangy, right? And can 
I, I think Lamelo has the. I think he still has the highest potential, though. Yeah, no, Lamelo is great. I just don't know what I'm seeing in the Australian league. I, like, I watch the highlights. I watch the tape. I just can't. I don't. I don't know that game enough well enough to to decipher how dominant he actually is because his numbers are great that he's yeah. putting up in Australia. Um, but I, I do think also, I think Wiseman's, I think Anthony Edwards too mm-hmm. has to be considered. I think it is between those four guys that we're seeing right. that are jumping off the to board. To me, it's it's like a, rec- it's a recency bias thing, but I think Cole Anthony, to me, of what I've watched, is the most sure. Safest pick. Yeah. Yeah, he is yeah. a safe pick. He's he, going to be good. I wouldn't say Lamelo's a safe pick either. No, there's some risk involved in yeah. Lamelo. Uh, People love Anthony. I mean, I, I watched Anthony Edwards. He's, so, he's awesome. He the one where he dropped he dropped thirty three in the second half against Michigan State. Yeah, hitting hands in the face, bodies on him. You know, from I, deep. He, I get a I get a little scared about these guys that are just studs with no one else around them. Though I get a little bit scared because it reminds me of you know some guys that have gone to the NBA and then kind of fizzled out. Like or or they're guys like Fultz, right? Who's like fine. He's he's good. Should he be a starting point guard? Mm, I don't fringe. know right now. He's fringe. He's young. Yeah, like is Anthony Edwards? Is he just going to be a really good scorer? No, but I think I, I don't think Anthony Edwards. I think he's a big six four. I don't think he needs the ball in his hands as much as Markel Fultz does. And I think yeah, they're they're totally different players. I'm just saying, I mean, like for per example, yeah. yeah. I mean, I no, I definitely think or like a Dennis Smith Jr. going to NC State and tor- and totally tearing it up. And then you know, I just think sometimes those guys that go to those schools like that, um, they they go into the NBA. They they kind of still think they're the guy, and they get a real reality check when they realize that so many other guys are as talented as they are. I think they miss this. I think at that point. I, it's cool to see a young guy like that go to Georgia for their program, but like, what the hell's the point? What was the point of that? Like, what was the point of Ben Simmons going to LSU? I mean, I guess they're good. You know, now they are. But when well, he I was think, there, when he was, I, I mean, he was I, there, they were not that great. I think for for him, it was like he should have just gone straight to the. He was ready to go to the pros. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't either go to the pros, do what Lamelo's doing, or if you're one of these top guys, go to the, one of the big programs and, and get some real coaching and get some and, and get some real team chemistry going. Because right, right now you're just playing hero ball because that's the only way Georgia's going to win. And if you want to, if you're, you know, you want to win games, that that's right. how it needs to be done. I mean, it's the same way we were talking about. I was bringing up Marquette at the beginning of the year, right? And like, Marcus Howard balls mm-hmm. consistently. He scored like fifty something points the other day. But like, do I think he's going to be a great NBA player? Probably not. Yeah, if Vernon Carey can continue to you know exercise his ability to stretch the floor. I mean, right now he's doing a lot down low, yeah. and he's been a monster down low. But he'll he should round out the top five. I do. I, I like Nick. I like your pick though with James Wiseman because I think he's a sure thing to be good. Right. But he he's could huge too. But he could be he could be great. And also, yeah, outside of Carey, there's and Azubuki. There's uh, not a ton of really great. Big no, man. no, no, no. Um, but there is a lot of good guard play in Nico Mannion, who yeah. you could probably get at the end of the 10. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Um, cool. And now we'll move on. We'll go back to save that money because it's championship weekend. We'll give you some bets in the NFL and college football. So here we go. Without further ado, save that money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Save that money, okay? We will give you our bets and picks. We'll do five NFL games after we do our five, our power five. We'll do five uh, championship uh, conference games in college football. So we got Utah 
versus Oregon played out in Cali line is six and a half in favor of Utah. Nick, who do you got? Oregon plus six and a half. Nice man. And any, any reason why you're loving that? I mean, I just think they're the better team. I, I really do. I think that they had that shitty loss against um, Auburn early on and the really shitty loss against Arizona state. Um, and I think that they, the entire time they were our favorite favorite to be the Pac-12 champion. Um, and I think that they have the opportunity to execute here. And uh, I mean, obviously Justin Herbert's a, a great quarterback, great talent. Mm-hmm. I think he can lead that team to, you know, one more championship. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all kind of general, general consensus on that one is we think Oregon's going to win that game. Yeah. I think Huntley, I mean, Huntley's- I mean, I, I mean, obviously excited to be surprised by Utah if they do do it. Um, and they're fighting for that playoff spot, right? Because if LSU wins, they're the next team in. So it's a huge game for them. This, this is the biggest game that Utah's had in quite some time. Mm-hmm. It is, but Utah has been great. Uh, Huntley, people love his efficiency. They've, I've had people, I've seen people throw him in the top three of Heisman. I mean, obviously have Zach Moss who's been running the ball extremely well. He's got 15 touchdowns on the season. I think it's a close game, but the plus six and a half is too tasty of a spread not to take yep. uh, in Oregon's favor. I think if it, if it was three, I'd rather ride Utah. Um, I, I think really thinking on, it, I think Utah's going to squeak, squeak this one out, but I think they're going to squeak it out. Which makes things interesting yeah. in, in, in the college football playoff. For sure. Uh, next, next we'll roll to the Big Ten, Ohio State, Wisconsin. Uh, the spread is six and a half in favor, 16 and a half, sorry, in favor of Ohio State. The over-under is 56 and a half, and that's where we're leaning towards taking in that game. And, Nick, what do you got, buddy? The over. The over. Any, any specific reason why? I mean, these. first of all, Ohio State's offense is not going to be stopped. Okay. It's not. Um, Wisconsin put up some big numbers against Minnesota last week as well. Um, but this game is played indoors and these are two teams that are used to playing in cold weather that put up points in cold weather. They're playing indoors with no weather effect mm-hmm. and, uh, at Lucas oil. And I think it's going to be high scoring. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah, I got to agree right there. I think it's gonna be tough. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be inch. It's gonna be close to around that range. Uh, we saw that game go to forty five points when they played uh, Ohio State versus Wisconsin, thirty eight to seven. This is the game that Nick you were saying before the show that simulations have this game being scored in around the seventy points. Seventy seven. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a lot. That's a ton. Yeah. I mean, that's twenty over what the over under is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel confident that Ohio State is going to put up the points like you were like you were saying, and that Wisconsin will put up some points, more than ten. Right. I think. I think obviously the Ohio State defense is very stalwart, and they will do a great job against Jonathan Taylor um, and the Badgers. But I do think that they'll at least score like twenty. I think we're looking at like a forty-two to like. 24 game or something like that. I mean, listen, if Ohio so State over. could do any anything similar to what they did against Michigan, I think Michigan's defense is as good as Wisconsin's, if not better, and that was um, in the big house. If they, if they can do that against Michigan and drop 56, I'm, I'm confident they could drop 42 around there um, versus Wisconsin. Uh, so we'll go with the over there. Then we got Baylor versus OU. Spread is 8.5 in favor of OU. Nick? Baylor plus 8.5. This is a risky one, man. I'm riding. I'm riding with you because you're confident in this. Yeah, I'm confident in this. I mean, they they did play a very close game the first game. Uh, Baylor was up throughout the entire game. We knew what happened. OU came back, but you know, this is a this is kind of like a testament to see if they can get it done the second time. Um, usually, when teams face the other team the second time, it it kind of goes a little more in their favor. Uh, like you're really high on Coach Matt Rule, so I, I think that he finds a way to make it at least a close game. Mm-hmm. And both these teams are fighting for a spot as well to get inside the playoff if, yeah. if the cards 
fall in their favor. Yeah, if Oregon, sure. If if Oregon like yeah, if Oregon takes down Utah, that mm-hmm. opens up the spot, right? These these are the next two teams out, six and seven. Yep. So yeah, they're mm-hmm. right there. They're knocking on the door. And then we got Georgia versus LSU. Spread is uh, seven in favor of LSU. We got. I think we're all. Yeah, I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna watch LSU them. minus seven. This is at the Mercedes Benz Stadium yeah, um, in Atlanta. In Atlanta, but I mean, I, it's close enough. I mean, LSU is gonna travel. It's gonna be half and half. Yeah, yeah for I'm sure. Not, I'm not worried about the home in there, home field advantage. Swift coming off an injury last just week. I just you know? don't think Georgia can keep up with LSU's offense. I don't think so either. No, I think they're gonna try to control the tempo, but I think LSU's defense will be good enough in this game. And to, it's been to getting me that. It's been getting better. Yeah, no, it was great against A and M. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So I'm feeling good about LSU. Um, and then nope, we got one more, dude. Clemson versus Virginia. Oh yeah, spread is twenty eight. Spread Nick, is, Nick, the ACC man. We've got one more. Yeah, no, the, the spread it is uh, twenty eight in favor of Clemson. This is crazy. This is. I asked Josh at the beginning of the show before we before we started recording if this was the biggest spread that there'd ever been in a conference championship. It's probably not, but it's huge. Twenty eight and a half. Twenty eight and a half. And we're taking it. And we're taking it. Minus 20 and a half. No, Virginia they're going to murder them. Virginia sucks. I mean, they don't suck, but yeah. I so mean, dude, I'm just, they're not in the same, it's not the same league. Yeah. I'm just, we're, I'm ready for them to be in the playoffs so we can see how good they really are. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, isn't that what everyone's ready now, for? Now this is what it is. And yeah. now NFL. And now NFL. There you go, buddy. So the first game, we got Seattle versus the Rams in Los Angeles. The Seahawks are favored by one point. Mm-hmm. We have the Seahawks. Take the spread. Covering one Seahawks point. spread. Yep. Yeah. Take them, take them to win. Yeah, I mean, I think this is really, yeah. You're just picking the Seahawks. They just win. run the ball so well. Yeah, I mean, they're coming off a big win last week on Monday night. Yeah. Rams um, are too. Rams the, coming off a convincing win against right, the Cardinals. Right. But Yeah, but I mean, it's Russell Wilson, man. He's playing an MVP-type season. Um, still not sold on the Rams. Um, Seahawks get it done. Yeah, they scored 38 points, and they ran, like, what, like 38 combined carries between... Right. Carson and Penny. I mean, mm-hmm. these guys, they're just operating. They're doing exactly what they also, want. Also, if there's one thing that we've learned about playing in Los Angeles is that there's no such thing as home field advantage. No. No, yeah. Because no. the Ravens came here and they walloped them. Right? No, I'm feeling confident the Seahawks getting edging this one out, which will which would cover the minus one. Next up, we got the Niners going to NOLA. Um, they are a two-and-a-half-point underdog in New Orleans, but we like the money line. Um, I, I'm really confident that the Niners win this game. Um, the matchups, you know, Richard Sherman, who has been battling a little bit of an injury, but he'll be put ready to play against Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, just the whole the whole factor is that I don't think the Saints really have weapons outside of Michael Thomas and Kamara. And Kamara hasn't been fantastic since no. coming back from the injury. No, no, no. Mm-mm. And honestly, Breeze hasn't been that great either. He's yeah. good, but like well, but it, we'll see how the offensive I just like line the, I can like, hold up against. This. I like the Nola defense, but I, I it's clear. I like the San Francisco defense better, and I like the I like San Francisco's ability to run the ball and in, in, in control pace of game. And every every game they've kept close. I mean, e- even the ones that they've lost, they've kept close. Yep. Next up, we got the Green Bay Packers visiting the Redskins. The Packers are favored by thirteen points. Wait, is that no? That's in Green Bay, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's at Lambeau. Yeah. Got to put it here, Josh. Sorry, I didn't put it in the right. I was, take, Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I was taking notes. Wait, 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 listeners, earmuffs for a second while we argue with each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's in Lambeau. Um, and the pan, or the Packers are favored by 13, and we're taking it all the way. Yeah. Just murder with them. Haskins at the helm, going to Lambeau for the first time in his career. Good luck. Yeah, good luck on that. Yeah. Um, next up, we have the Ravens visiting Buffalo, and we like Buffalo plus six. This is a big one. 
I think I think it's again where I think Buffalo is playing hot football right now. Um, they've they're getting better and better. Their defense has been fantastic. I think it's at home. It's a big game. Listen, if here's the deal. Ready? If Buffalo wins and beats the Ravens, right? The Ravens are ten and three. Buffalo's ten and three. Yeah. Let's see the Chiefs beat the Patriots. Ten and three. If the Bills can win the division at thirteen and three, they'll be the number one team in the AFC. That's crazy. The playoffs would run through Buffalo. That'd be so hype. Yeah. Big game. Huge. It's a huge game. Huge game. And I, I think I mean, all, all the games are big from here on out. Right. Yeah, but this right. means a lot, dude. They, the, the the Bills are right are knocking on the Patriots' door. They play them one more time. Yeah. I mean, the Bills. That, they, that'll be a huge game as well. And they, oh, yeah. And they, and they have the Dolphins one more time. No, they have the Jets one more time on their schedule, too. This is so you would expect that to be a yep. win for Buffalo, and people are are, are going to be counting. I, I promise you, people. I mean, I'm sure you guys know are going to be counting the Bills out in this one. Um, but the Bills have won three straight. Look what they just did. They just. I mean, we we've kind of been ragging on the Cowboys this podcast, but the Cowboys still have a good defense. They have a very good defense, and Josh Allen has been he's been lights out. Not even just last week for the last for the entire season. I mean, fantasy wise, the top five fantasy quarterback. He's using his legs well but he's not relying on them he's become a much more accurate passer he's 11 and 1 over like his last four or five games i think i mean he's just he's not turning the ball over he's making good decisions yeah no even with even with what we would call limited weapons i think mm-hmm. yeah i think we would list that as limited weapons um, i mean Devin, the Devin, Devin singletary's been fantastic he doesn't yeah, have the best dude. receiver in nfl though john brown yeah john brown's <laughs> our guy dude john brown's our, our and then our, lastly we have the chiefs going into foxborough as a three-point underdog would like to take that plus three Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. Tom Brady, that offense has not been playing well. I think the Chiefs are going to It's not clicking. Mm, yeah, sure. I, wouldn't I mean, I'm not going to take it. I'm going to take plus three, but I, I, my gut, my non-betting gut feels like the Chiefs are going to win this game. Yeah. I think the Chiefs they're are on opposite get... ends of the spectrum right now. The the Chiefs are kind of ramping it up. You know, they started off slow. They're getting, getting back in shape. Yeah. Patriots are kind of on the decline, it looks like. This yeah. is a This is kind of a figure-it-out game for the for the Patriots, and it's not your opponent that you want to have to figure it out against. Nope. 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 And that is save that money right there, guys. All right. Next up, we will go into some fantasy advice to close out the fantasy season. So fantasy jabronis and fantasy homies for the playoffs. Yeah. You keep using this word jabroni, and it's awesome. Cool, fantasy homies, fantasy jabronis for the playoffs. Uh, We'll give you real quick, uh, we'll each give you three players that we think you should pick up. Guys go out towards the end of the year, uh, guys are arrested, and I think there's a couple guys out there that can be utilized going forward, in my opinion. I do too. Toss, you want to kick us off? Okay, um, a quarterback I like this week and through the end of the season uh, is I, I like Ryan Tannehill. I think he's a guy that has been rushing well. He's got he's at Oakland this week, which I think he also plays a lot of games in the southern part of the United States, which people forget about. But that's huge at the very end of, of fantasy seasons and fantasy playoffs. You don't want to have quarterbacks playing at Lambeau. I mean, unless it's Aaron Rodgers, but you don't want quarterbacks in the northern part of the United States where games are getting snowed out and it's hard for these quarterbacks to throw the ball. Ryan Tannehill. I, I think he's going to be. He's been operating well, and he's going to. He's going to throw a lot of touchdowns. No, I, I like the Tannehill pick. Um, I'll keep it with the Ryan's. 
Um, I'll, I'll keep it with the Ryans. I'll go Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, he fits. Uh, magic. Listen, man. You know what? They've won three of their last five. Um, he had a great game against the Eagles. He put up some numbers against the Browns. Back to back weeks, twenty plus fantasy points. Um, they have the Jets this weekend. They have the Giants. They have the Bengals. Yeah, they're gonna throw. Good, good schedule. They're gonna throw. Devontae and, Parker's and, and, been great. And if you're sitting there and you got a guy like Brady and you've been riding your wide receivers or your running backs to get to the championship game and you're worried about this Patriots offense, it may be time to get a Fitzpatrick. You're worried about Matt Ryan and the Falcons offense. Julio's not a full tilt, you know. Sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, he's in. He's been in and out of the lineup the past couple of weeks, and you know, right. you're worried about the the, the, the Falcons to put or up Josh points. Allen draws a bad matchup against the Pats or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And the, or you want to play, you know, you know, you want to, you know, mix and match against a good defense. I, I think I think Fitzpatrick has an easy schedule going forward. I really like him. I don't think that if you're getting to the playoffs that you need to really make big pickups. And These guys are proponents of making big pickups, but I think you ride your team, the team that got you there. And that's why you came in second every league last year. Yeah, I won. But I got to the championship in every league last year. I won last year based off, bad massive, luck. based off massive pickups. Picking up Jamal Williams saved my season last year. I rode him into the playoffs. I had Damien Williams in the playoffs. I had a bunch of like nobodies as my running backs, and that's how I won. And yeah, I also I mean, think, I think the majority of the people that have are in the playoffs don't really need quarterback help. Sure, but I, I mean, I think me, no, Toss and I are in the playoffs. We need QB help for sure. Well, I yeah. would love to have Fitzpatrick. Our league is is kind of an anomaly. You run two quarterbacks. Sure. Yeah, but our, in our my in my home great. in my home league, it's two week matchups in the playoffs, and Josh Allen's my quarterback, and I'm worried about starting him. This week against the Ravens, I am. I'm mm-hmm. worried. And there's other quarterbacks out there who, you know, you could take a flyer risk on if you wanted to. I've, I've thought about Tanhill this week. I probably won't because sometimes you do have to stick with your guns, like you're saying, Josh. But I th- or Nick, sorry. Um, but I think sometimes you know you got to be flexible and, w- and willing to make a change here and there because it could could would you could win you your league. There's a guy in my league going with Kyle Allen in the in the in the, in the playoffs instead of Jared Goff because Goff's playing Seattle. There you go. Uh, okay, who? So, Nick, do you have a pick or no? That's no, okay. So this, I'll sit this one out. Cool. Okay. Okay. And cool. after all that, you'll sit this one out. Um, so, Snacks will not be participating in the fantasy uh, homie section for the championship and playoffs. He's taking a bye. He's taking a bye, as they would say in, in the fantasy world. Um, he, I feel bad because in the Los Angeles League, he really took a, a sweet ribbing <laughs> at the hands of all of us and all of our friends. Such a great name, too. And a great team name. Fusilia Slingers. That was a good. Too bad it was wasted on such a shit team. <laughs> you hate to see it go down like that. Um, but we wish Snacks nothing but the best in his other fantasy leagues. Um, but yeah, uh, any other players you want to throw out there? Yeah, I mean, uh, let's take a stab at running back, wide receiver, maybe even tight end if we, if we feel so inclined. I'll throw out a defense. Yeah, of that's tight a end. defense. You know, that's a big one. Defensive streamers can definitely win you championships and we mentioned them earlier they're going against um the redskins the packers packers defense you really like them i'm i'm iffy on them i think if you need a solid play you go with the packers if you need a risky play i would look into playing the browns this week against the Bengals. the browns are playing the bengals at home i know dalton's back in the lineup but I also think that that could be just as beneficial for the Browns as it is for the Bengals. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I'm, I'm more confident in the Packers. I don't think the to, Packers. You're not scoring more than they're not scoring more than ten points. It won't happen. I, I don't. I don't know if the Browns can do that without their best sack artist. The lack of Miles Garrett in that defense. They've been. They were. They've been good without him. They've been totally fine. 
I don't know. They they gave up twenty one to Devlin Hodges, and I think he's I think he's crap. I think Dalton will put up some points. I I think that's not a bad play. I just do. I'm I'm more excited about. The, I don't think Haskins can throw the ball well enough. You know what? Another. This is a bit of a flyer pick. I don't think the buck. I think the Buccaneers defense is an interesting play this week, in Tampa Bay against Jacoby Brissett with limited weapons. No Marlon Mack. I like that pick better. Um, they've scored touchdowns in the last two games. The the Buccaneers have. I think that Bruce Arians, he likes to do this. He likes to get hot at the end of the season. The Bucks like to get hot at the end of the season and try and save Jameis's job. That like that's kind of their that's been their mo the last like two years. They've no their defense has scored twenty eight points last week and seventeen the week before. I mean this is they they can finish hot right here for sure. They have Indy. They are at Detroit. Then they have two home games against Houston and Atlanta. Right. Those I don't think T. Y. I don't think T. Y. Hilton's going to play, which means that Zach Pascal is your best weapon. Um, along with Jack Doyle, which I'm not thrilled about. Ebron's out. No Marlon Mack, obviously. Yeah, no, I'd be. I the Bucks a great. That's a great pick. Um, any wide receivers, running backs you really love? Yeah, I mean, I think you you gotta you gotta be excited about. I mean, check and see if Juju Smith is playing this weekend before you drop James Washington in your roster. Um, but he's he's been, my guy too. He's been getting three or four uh, targets three or four catches a game on like five or six targets, but they're all deep downfield. They're the bomb plays. It's kind of it's kind of boom or bust for me on him just because Duck Hodges is under center um, and they're not letting him air it out as much as, you know, anyone should let Duck Hodges air it out. But I think that, yeah, I think, I think he's interesting. I think Anthony Miller on the Bears, Taylor Gabriel's out. He's had, I think, six, seven catches last week and had six the week prior. Um, hasn't hit the end zone, so maybe... Trubisky finds him in the end zone this week. Yeah, he's no. certainly getting the targets. I, I, Anthony Miller is intriguing to me. Um, I think D.D. Westbrook also uh, could could be nice, but we'll see now that Garter Minshew is back at the helm. D.D. Yeah. wasn't necessarily his favorite tar- uh, target. D.J. Chark obviously was, um, but I think he's not a terrible he's not a terrible pickup either. Running backs, y'all. Running backs. Oh, this one's tough. I mean, pay attention to Dalvin Cook's health. Through the end of this season, the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. And if he's not, especially this coming game, if, if Dalvin Cook is playing half the game or is not playing at all, Alexander Madison becomes an immediate plug into your lineup and play. Mm-hmm. Um, even if he's playing, even if Dalvin Cook's playing half the game, they're playing the Lions, who are atrocious against the run. Uh, and I think that if they, if the Vikings get out early, they're going to pull Dalvin Cook because they need him so badly. I mean, he's. He's essential to their offense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Madison could be a good a good play. Mostert, Raheem Mostert for the 49ers is interesting to me. But yeah, you, if he's available, if, if if Penny's available, if those guys are if, available. Oh, I mean, if Penny's available, go go pick him up. Snell, Benny Snell Jr. He's Snell, getting, he's, he's gotten he's gotten thirty six seven carries I think, last two. I think two weeks. Connor is close to being back. Could be worth a first round matchup pickup though. In the, for sure, in the for flex. sure. I mean, if Rashad Penny is there, go pick him up. If we're looking for stashes, I mean, this guy's really not rostered at all, and I, I think it's an interesting play to stash uh, Gus Edwards. Yeah, we'll see how maybe they scale Gus back. The bus. Yeah. Maybe they scale back on Ingram a little bit um, and try to and try to slam, slam uh, it down their throats. Also, kind of a bit of a flyer flyer play here, but uh, Patrick Laird on Miami in Miami. Um, Balaj just went to the IR. They just signed Zach Zenner off the street. Uh, this team is, I mean, Mark Walton got hurt, right? They shipped off, uh, who did they, who's the Alabama guy they shipped off at the beginning? Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, right? Then it was Mark Walton. He gets hurt. Then he, he gets sent to the IR. Uh, and now they just have Village just sent to the IR as well. Patrick Laird's like the last man standing besides Miles Gaskin, but he's a rookie, and so they're not going to give him too many touches. Laird might 
end up having like 10 plus touches and he's been getting the passing work too. Interesting play. I didn't isn't Mark Wall Mar, Mark Walton got cut. He got cut. He so, beat, that's right. He, he beat a woman. That's right. He got cut because of the yeah. Cuz he's an asshole. He's a bad dude. Maybe. We you know, we got to see. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me Miami is rolling with Patrick Laird and Zach Zenner on their roster? And Miles Gaskin. Has, has there been a, a team in the NFL? Those guys are so lunch bail. Has there been a team in the my question is, has there been a team in the NFL that's had two that's rostered two white running backs yeah, since I'm the seventies? Sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there has been. I'm sure. <laughs> that's crazy talk to me. Yeah. Uh, most of it's interesting, but I I mean if Brita comes back, he's eating ten carries by himself, and then you never know if, if Tevin Coleman Tevin Coleman could have three touchdowns again next game. You never, you never know. Yeah, the team's the team's a, a wash. There's so many good running backs there, and obviously, right. just when you and think then you, you and have it, when Wilson Jr. comes in, right, right, gobble, and don't gobble, don't gobble, touch gobble. don't touch the Chiefs running backs. Horrible. Um, any other committees that you should just stay away from? I can't. I can't say I'm in love with whatever's going on in Tampa right now. I have no idea. Yeah, don't touch those guys. I have no idea what's going Ronald on. Ronald Jones apparently is supposed to be the starting running back, but Peyton Barber got like 21 carries last week, so two touchdowns. Yeah. But don't play Peyton Barber, please. Yeah, dude, that's because you will be disappointed. Yeah, Higby. People are loving Higby. At the yeah, I end. think I think Higby. I mean, Gerald Everett's hurt. I mean, and and he got like six or seven catches last game. Seems seven. like Goff's gonna go to him. Seven so, and five. I like I mean, Higby. Yeah. I like. I still like Ryan Griffin. Um, I, it's a tough play. I'd rather play Higby than Ryan. Don't Griffin, you have though. a friend named Ryan Griffin? I do have a friend named Ryan Griffin. There's <laughs> also hilarious. a backup quarterback in the NFL named Ryan Griffin right now too. Damn. Bunch of Ryan Griffins out there. Popular name. I've never yeah. met anybody with my name. Have you ever been, met anybody with your name? Never. <laughs> no. But uh, my name's pretty unique. Yeah. Yeah. What about what about uh Jack Doyle? You like Jack Doyle? Mm. If you, Doyle if you, rules. If you have to stream a tight end, which like a lot of people do. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah, the tight end position's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Hopefully you have Travis Kelsey and you don't have to worry about it. Or George Kittle. How many are you in playoffs in every league? No, I mean two out of the four. I'm in one out of the three. I've never had this. I had a bad year. Yeah. Injuries and what happens is I just play my play my cards in two of my leagues, and then the other two I kind of you give up. You know, you can only spend so much time, effort, you and smell energy. blood in the water. Once I was four and six, I was like, whoa, where did when did that happen? Yeah, I mean, I, the one league I didn't make it, I was six and six, and so I was close. I was that league doesn't. We only had four teams make the playoffs out of a twelve man league. Oh, it's horrible. Which is horrible, and I was number six, so I didn't make it. Yeah, la- I mean, last last week I was projected 162. I dropped 105. You know, I mean, I th- yeah, I mean, the week before I was projected 145. I dropped 89. The week before that I was projected 140. I dropped a cool 120. I mean, yeah, my team just underplayed. Underplayed. Happens. It happens. It's what happens when you have Kittle and he's not playing. And Lockett and Rodgers are in by the same week and. God dang it, Tariq Cohen. Do you, you know you when you play him, he sucks. When you play him, he sucks. When you don't play when him, he's don't awesome. Play him, he's awesome. That's that's how it goes. I've been. I, I was telling you earlier this morning that I dropped James White last week, and James White goes and has 14 carries for like 80 yards and also two touchdowns in the air. Ridiculous. Insanity. 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 Well, if you're in the fantasy playoffs, good luck to you. If you're gambling, good luck to you. The fans out there. If you're not, just enjoy all the great football that's going to be on this weekend. Yeah, really good weekend of football. I'm stoked. Uh, everyone else out there, drag both feet inbounds, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they're free, and hit your free throws. Why toss? Because they're free. Because they're free. We out you. We love you.
There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.